Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Triple Jump podcast. It's a video game podcast. My name is Ben. My name is Peter. And my name is Ashton. It's been a while since someone's tweeted us and said, hey, look at my high school personal best for the Triple Jump. Do you ever see these? No. Oh, I mean, yeah, what? it's been like, feels like it's been like a year and a half since. It has been those. a long old time. Yeah. So occasionally, mm. high school athletes oh, oh, I see, in America. Right. When you said high school, I was like, high, what are they doing high school in yeah, like a video said, game? Did you say high school you, or high school? I thought you said, said high school. I said high school. Well, I intended to say high school anyway. Mm. Oh, maybe you did say I just I, heard No, school. I also for, at first thought you said high school. High, so you, high school, school athlete. Actual triple jump. Yeah, yes, records. actual triple jumpers. Okay, yeah, for yeah, some yeah. reason, mm. it's always Americans. Yeah. And they tag us along with loads of actual coaches yeah. and, and i don't know why they just i mean i don't know how how you can mess that up really, i like to do, untag us from the conversation when they do that yes that's helpful i yeah. didn't know you could do I knew you, you can, can just like it. remove me from the conversation and it just oh, basically see. makes your your like it's just not clickable because you no, just remove it. yourself. Oh, from. that's cool. Because when people tag that. me in like crypto nonsense, uh, right. I always like I remove myself from that them. conversation. I always invest in the crypto when people do really? that. Really? Yeah. You must have no money. <laughs> or loads. I, I've never invested in crypto, ever. <laughs> just to put just <laughs> I to don't know. a record immediately. It's, uh, it's quite, he's getting quite defensive about yeah. it. Stop shouting, people. Well, apart yeah. from my uh, my 200 Bitcoin, but you know, they're just kicking around. They're worthless, aren't they? You don't need those. Sorry, did you have something you wanted to say about that? No. I was just saying it's a bit so long. I was just oh, it specifying that it's a video mm. game podcast. And actually, it's been a while since we've been confused for an, an athletics mm. entity, yeah. uh, which is kind of sad. So if you want to send us some tweets and just say, yeah. hey, I did the triple jump today and I didn't jump very far because I'm not a professional athlete, yeah. uh, that would be great. I think Ideally we're... in a sandbox. So yes. it's like real. Yeah. The little one made like a plastic turtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we're so um, famous and successful now as Triple Jump that actually yeah. various sports associations are getting tags about video games. Mm-hmm. They're getting tweets like, hey, just finished watching your latest podcast at Triple Jump Association America. <laughs> <laughs> so they should. We as had the same were, thing of videos yeah. as well. That, that yeah. flipping uh, video shop, like yeah, a VHS. Cinema. Oh. Type thing. Oh. Yeah, or both, I think. They're yeah. videos. Uh, they're also called videos, but they've got some other 
suffix. Mm. Right. Not, but we often are tagged like, I had a great time at video. It's video's official tonight. Like, Thanks so much. You're very welcome. Like, it's not us. That's not us, actually. <laughs> but, uh, no, we are a video game podcast mm. and uh, we are currently uh, fighting our way through Storm Kieran. Mm. No association yeah. of our editor. We're not getting, we're not, we've not got it very bad at all. No. It's a bit windy and it's a bit rainy. It's a bit rainy. But yeah. there's literally parts of England that are getting like 100 mile an hour winds. It's dreadful. Yeah. And, and we will continue to them. complain about our 20 mile an hour wind. I've got wet socks and that's, yeah, that's bad, okay? I'm allowed to be pants. upset about that. I do, yeah. I've, I've had two days of wet pants mm-hmm. after cycling in. So I brought spare Why don't you today. go into the toilet with the hairdryer and mm. just stick your bum under it? <laughs> because. Or take the pants off and then hairdryer, not hair, hand dryer the. See, that's Depends. a great. That's not a bad you idea. Do it in your toilet. That's yes. fine. I've done it before. When okay. it was really bad last year, I think there was about four of us going downstairs and just all hand, together, hand <laughs> drying. Right. Not all together. No. Separately. Separately. Well, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, I'd probably have to take them off to do that because yeah, I don't think I can contort though, right? that way to position myself under mm. the hand dryer. And also, yeah, it's your bathroom. I, I don't want to. You can have. You can just like Winnie the Pooh it for two minutes while you, <laughs> while you hand dry yeah, your t shirt on. Yeah, t shirt stays on. Yeah, as long as the door's <laughs> locked, you're fine. But no I don't want to go barefoot know. in your in a bathroom. But keep your shoes on then. I don't know. My shoes are wet. Everything is wet. Then use the hand dryer. I don't see what the problem is here. Keep well, some, the problem keep is some that keep your the socks office. on. I'm gonna uh, do, uh, slow down. <laughs> slow, this hypothetical situation is getting away from me. I brought spare pants and socks today, and that's that. Yeah, but they got wet. Issue. You said that they got they, wet. They did get a bit wet in my. So bag, why didn't yeah. you dry them before you put them on? Because then you wouldn't be barefoot. But you wouldn't be my bare is ha- bum. <laughs> would my, you? Um, <laughs> my problem is having to go barefoot in the bathroom. Mm. That's sort of where I draw the line. Well, if you bring a spare pair and they get if, wet, but if they're wet, how am I keep them here? Have some office shoes. If you've bought a spare pair yeah. and you're wearing a pair of pants and socks, hold the spare pair that have got wet in your bag under the dryer whilst wearing yeah. the spare pair of pants, the pants and socks you had on this morning. Yeah. Dry the spare pair, okay. then change. Right. And then at no point will you need to have bare feet. I think I'm just going to have to live at the office, aren't I? I think that's probably mm-hmm. the, safe, so. the easiest yeah. solution. Why don't you just like, not get wet? Yeah. Just, just hover, just, just sort of glide in yeah. like an ethereal being. Yeah. Uh, that would solve a lot of problems. Or get a very, very waterproof bag and then you can keep just dry clothes in your bag and they won't get wet. Because that's, I don't know if you've said or don't that. bike. Detail that Ben brought spare clothes in his bag and yeah. they just got wet in yeah. the bag. They did. It wasn't too bad to be clear, but like on the bottom of the bag gets very wet because mm. it, it all spraying up up the up the back yeah. of me, the yeah. mud and the water and stuff. So yeah, it's uh, mm-hmm. hey, it can't last forever, right? And then the snow will bring new joy. Yeah, and I can't and wait. The ice. And the black ice. Yes, yeah. I'm going to die. <laughs> uh, so that'll be fun. But this isn't a podcast about weather and keeping your clothes dry. This is a podcast about video games. Mm. And each and every week we're sponsored by a very real video game adjacent sponsor to help us keep the lights on and that beautiful heater that is keeping us nice and warm. Mm. It's lovely. I've got the ad read in front of me here. Um, This is... Not here. No, I can't see it. Oh, Dead Island to the Spider. No. Is it spider hibernation season? I don't know if they hibernate. I don't know much about spiders. Maybe they're off celebrating the new DLC that's just come out. Dead yeah, Island maybe 2 they house. Oh, They're yeah. in their Dead Island 2, the spider house. Yeah, yeah they could be. having a house party. Mm, mm. Indeed. That's so exciting. I wish we could be there. Yeah. Uh, this appears, it's a bit unconventional, this one. It's it's like a sort of like a police missing persons appeal that I've got here. Mm. Um, they're looking for the owner of like a big lizard garden. Um, they're not sure who it is or where he's gone. 
maybe he changed his name or so. I, I tell you what, I'll just read it. He, the, just, the lizard garden. The owner of the lizard garden. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> they're looking for the owner. Pay attention. They're yeah, looking I'm for the sure owner. Said they're looking for a Pizza, big lizard they're garden. They're looking for the owner of a big lizard garden. <laughs> right. Okay. I'll, I'll just read it for you. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, police are searching for like a dragon garden, the man who erased his name. Right. Oh, wow. Like, do you say like in there? Police are commas. searching for like. like a dragon garden, the man who erased his name. I see. Very good. Right. That's that's what it says on the on the police report. So okay. if you could all keep an eye out for like Maybe he's called Luke. Luke, Luke. A, dragon a dragon garden. garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The man who no, because then he hasn't erased but his that name. That implies has it? that they're looking for the dragon garden. Yeah, which is we're what looking you did say for. To begin we're with. looking for like no, a but that's what the garden. qualifier like is like. It's kind of it's free flowing. Maybe they don't mean the garden. They certainly are looking for a man who <laughs> erased his name. This, this police officer. Police are looking very, for like bumbling around. a dragon garden. Um, Man, <laughs> that, there's no ambiguity there. That means they are looking, looking for, a, for dragon a dragon garden. Listen, I'm just reading what's on the paper, okay? <laughs> I don't work for this particular police force, but no. they have no. paid us money to read this out. Right. Wow. The man who erased his name. <laughs> so if you see him, mark. if you see him, please let them know. No description yeah. given at all. Uh, he's the owner of the dragon garden. That's okay. the description. So if you see a man prowling around the dragon garden. I'm still convinced they're looking for the dragon garden. Sounds like they are. Maybe that, like, I'm just, I'm working Maybe with the same information like, you If we are. find the dragon garden, we'll find the man who erased his name. It's possible. Maybe if it was Luke, a dragon garden, rather than mm. like, it would be Luke, <laughs> comma, a dragon garden. Like yeah, maybe say, if it ben was Potter, better. Newcastle. Oh, okay. So you're saying where he is. Yeah. Like yeah. Comma is where he's so Luke. Luke. A dragon, dragon guard, <laughs> age 35. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a, a man who changed uh, his the, name. The man who erased his name. <laughs> yeah. But then how does that make sense? The man who They're erased his name. Luke. Maybe a oh, dragon guard yeah. is his nickname. Right. Luke, who's also known as a dragon guard. Yeah. Yeah, okay. The man who erased his name. Or maybe that's his alias. Yeah. Drag a dragon guard. Maybe a dragon his name garden. is Luke A. Dragon guard. <laughs> Luke Aaron Dragon He's, he's German. Dragon Gooden. Yeah. You know what? It's actually not real. Wow. Uh, unfortunately. Uh, no, we're not sponsored by Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name. We are, of course, sponsored by our wonderful patrons over at patreon.com forward slash team triple jump. If you go and support us there at the appropriate tier, you get access to all sorts of stuff, including submitting questions for this podcast. Now, guys, mm. there have never been more patrons. This is true. And and that's amazing. Yeah. And we're humbled and we love you all. Thank you so much. But there's been a bit of a slip up recently in terms of, of questions submitted for this podcast. And we do need your help to answer questions for this podcast. We had yeah. to put out an emergency appeal this week because while we did have some questions, they weren't exactly what we were looking for because we prefer, as we do every week now, to cover sort of topical news stories. So if you want to pretty much, outside of you know becoming a podcast producer, if you want to almost guarantee that you're going to get in the podcast and get your name read out and your question read out, have a look at what the biggest stories of the, the, top stories. Of the yeah. week are and submit them in, in question form. And like, we'll probably do it. So patreon.com forward slash team triple jump. If you are a patron already, make sure you're getting your podcast questions in because we want them and we love them. So do it. Yeah. And thank you. Also, there's an episode of Rules Boss coming out. There mm -hmm. is this weekend. Well, it's coming out on Friday. So it it'll be, be out, out already, already. Yeah, if you're out. a patron. Um, yeah. 
it's a really no, good one means. as well. Uh, I was just going to say, it's good. You yeah, guys haven't seen it. Or have you, have you I seen, haven't seen it. I just was there when we filmed it's it. It's very well edited. I mean, you know, it was a good one to, to begin with with the, with the recording, but uh, Kieran's gone all out. Mm. So, good. Yeah. It's if you're, for a treat. If you're somehow unfamiliar, we have recently introduced Main Menu and Rules Boss's exclusive shows to our Patreon after uh, we couldn't really justify doing it on YouTube anymore because the, the the revenue wasn't there. However, through Patreon, we are able to keep these shows alive. And it's at the $5 tier. And you get all of it. Mm-hmm. And these shows are releasing every month. So you get Main Menu one month. You get Rules Boss the next month. This Is is this the first or second Rules Boss? This is the first Rules Boss the outside of um, rules S- boss. the SMTJ Life. Yeah. Yes. So this is the first proper Rules Boss that we've done. And the way we can do it on Patreon is that we're allowed to swear and use licensed content like music and stuff in the edit because it's not going on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So it's like the best version of Rules Boss. Mm-hmm. So come and check it out if you want. Patreon.com forward slash Team Triple Jump and subscribe. Admit those questions as well, please, for the podcast. Our website's triplej.mup. There you can find links to everything. That's triplej.mp, our YouTube, our Twitch, our Discord, if you want to get a cameo message from any of us or James Jenkins. Um, and, you know, Christmas is coming up, so it might be a good time to get a message for someone that you love mm-hmm. who who wants a message from us, maybe. Our shop is triplejumpshop.com. If you go there, you can buy some lovely merch. Ashton's wearing a hoodie right now. Yeah. Peter is wearing an old hoodie, but we do sell something similar. Yeah, but in black. On the shop. And I'm wearing a Butter Tendo shirt, and we don't sell those. No. What's out this week on the channel, please? Uh, it's a big list again this week. It's another ranked video. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and it is. A, should I tell you what it is? It's out already, so I guess I can. Yes. Yeah. It's every Wolfenstein game ranked from worst to best. Mm. Seems like a long time since we recorded that. Yeah, it's been a while. We yeah. shuffled some things around in the uh, in the order. Mm. But yes, that's out right now. Uh, weirdest games ever as well. It's a weirdest games week. Um, again, if you're a patron, you will have seen it already last week. But uh, it's out for everyone else. Um, and that was Space Station Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. Well, in fact, it's out for everyone tomorrow. If you're watching or uh, listening early to this podcast, it's not out yet. Unless yeah. you go and join Patreon right now, you can go and watch it. Go watch it. Uh, but yeah, uh, Space Station Silicon Valley slash Evo Space Adventure. Yes, there is a slash in there. Mm, it's a very weird one. Also, nice announcement. We have two The Park speedrun placements oh, on yeah. the podium now, mm. which is exciting. We did this on our sleepover stream last week. We did a speedrun of The Park, which is the brilliant horror game we play every Halloween on stream. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got... I think silver for the PS4 no out of bounds glitchless run. Mm-hmm. And we got bronze in the just general no out of bounds glitchless run. So there we are. Wow. We didn't even try. We got two. Yeah. Look at us go. So good. It wasn't even the category I was aiming for to begin with. Because no? they're just it's a really well run speed running community for mm-hmm. some for some reason. And there's loads of different categories and filters where's swan ride percent come on we need yeah. to add swan percent to the to i'll they actually sent me a message the moderator and said oh by the way i retimed it because we actually start the timer at the end of the cutscene or right, something yeah. like that and moved you into the correct category so i do have an in with the moderator wow. and i could say hey could we can you put can add a swan percent? Swan, can we have swan yeah. percent please yeah um we're, yeah. All you do is run straight to the swan. That would be immediately 
completely optimized to an unbeatable level yeah. by someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. Skip all the cutscenes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I would love that. I'd, I'll try it. I'll, it's not very active, but I will suggest <laughs> it. And finally, of course, the tat appeal is open. If you're listening on the release day of this podcast, I think you have two weeks mm-hmm. uh, until the tat appeal closes. That's on the 18th of November. Thank you to everyone who's already sent in your tat. We want your weirdest games. We want your worst games and your general tat as well. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to send us, you don't have long left. So if you're dillying or dallying, Get on it. And remember, you don't have to have it arrive by November 18th. So if you're worried it's not going to arrive in time, you've still got a little bit of wiggle room after November 18th. Just don't send it past that time because we might not have uh, opportunity to open it on the tap here already. Yes. Triplejar.mup forward slash tat mm. if you want to see the address and find out more information about the tat appeal 2023. Thank you, everyone. Thanks. It's time for Thanks. question one. Uh, question one comes from Jens Herman. I'm just opening up, opening up a relevant uh read as well uh jens herman says hello baparoonies what do you think about silent hill ascension's first stream Mm. Uh, i brought an article here from kotaku that when i sent it to myself was entitled silent hill ascension ascension is dead on arrival in the space of about 15 minutes they seem to have now changed that to there's finally a new silent hill game and fans already hate it (laughs) or maybe it was maybe they realized that was a bit too uh Bit too strong. Yeah, you can yeah. still see it in the metadata there at the top. Um, oh, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Uh, this is written by Ashley Bardem. I'm going to scroll back down to... Uh, so, how does Ascension really work? $20 is what I pay for movie tickets, so the founder's pack price alone doesn't bother me much. But those who watch... It Asc- should. It should bother It should bother you. But those who watched Ascension's first episode say the game's unpleasant user experience and abysmal live show aren't worth the price. I watched parts of the first episode on its Ascension.com archive and found that while the monsters look admirably admirably repulsive, it's difficult to connect with Ascension's characters when their mouths don't move. This is true. I've watched the first... What? Their mouths don't move? Yeah. They don't move properly. Can we get a general overview of what this is before we go into more detail? Yeah, okay. So Ascension is essentially a live stream video game. So they've made a game, and if you're watching at the time, which if you're in America, it's a decent time, but if you're anywhere else in the world, it's at like 1 or 2 a.m. in the morning, if not later on. Mm -hmm. Um, And essentially, while you're watching, you can make decisions. So it's like a kind of... a choose your own adventure movie but you can make decisions in the moment and then there is a few that you can make overnight before the next episode airs um essentially it follows i think three different characters storylines um and you get to make decisions for each of them as you go through and it's essentially a silent hill game but it it's really weird it's got its own platform that you have to use in order to like access it. You have to use points in order to vote on um, like each decision. Um, each decision costs 200 points to vote for. When you join up, you get given 2,000 points just like for signing up. In order to get more points, you have to complete puzzles that are in this in-app thing. But unless you pay the founders pack, you only get access to one puzzle per day, which only gives you, I think, 1,000 points. So if you're really into it, you can make potentially five submissions to each um like decision per day um and some people are putting in like forty thousand points into like one decision and from what i can gather that's going to basically sway 
the decision one way or the other because mm. they're putting in so many points. Most people aren't paying that much money. And um, there's like a live chat, there's stickers, there's uh, an archive. So if you miss it, like me, you can go back and watch all the episodes back again. But essentially it's a choose your own narrative thing, but it's a collective it's approach to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's a Silent Hill game in the sense that it is, you know, spooky and... In universe. in universe. Yeah, we talked about yeah. it a bit when it was first announced. When we were uh, trying to work out what the hell it was. Because yeah. they didn't explain it very well. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the uh, characters' mouths don't move properly. I also noticed that when switching tabs for a few minutes, the Ascension website would automatically kick me out of its video player and reset my watch time. Yeah, mine did that. Um, it then sort of continues. It's quite a bulky article, this, actually, uh, the more I look at it. But uh, people are complaining that the chat is an absolute hellscape. Um, yeah. They said there's, I think I saw a few write-ups say that there's, there's clearly no moderation. Well, so There's just no filter at all on chat, huh? Oh, One popular sorry, Reddit comment said. Chocolate. People are able to spam Hideo Kojima. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, oh, so, what? so they... Yeah. Oh, for God's That's sake. Bad. I thought that they put, like, there was a ban so on was, words like Kojima. So they did. So in the article I found from Games Hub, they said that um, they had, so this service that they're using, whatever it is, right. they put a bunch of the block list in place well in advance, but apparently the system they're using does not seem to respect the block list and just lets people post it anyway. Um, and then okay. the moderators who were on hand during the live stream um, saw that their moderations were taking over 10 minutes to actually go through. Wow. Um, so people were like just getting stuff coming in. But there was like, there was what Peter just showed us and worse in the chat because um, of course there was. I won't I won't elaborate on exactly what they've written here. It's, uh, it's not like, to be clear, it's not a sort of an insult against Hideo personally it's just um a, a, it's a dig at konami isn't it yeah it's a it's a kind of an immature and um kind of mm -hmm. graphic remark but mm. uh there's no filter on chat at all huh people are able to spam hideo kojima and boost it so it gets pinned to the top of chat yeah this is so flipping bad yeah also um there's a thing where you can put stickers on the screen mm -hmm. um and there's a sticker that if you've paid the founders pack yeah it's it says it's trauma in rainbow color in rainbow color oh. so as people are literally dying the stickers are just like appearing it on just the screen completely it just completely ruins it's, it's so it just doesn't make sense it's so it? strange what were they oh, i don't know i suppose that's what we're going to talk about yeah, yeah. so I've, should I tell you what I've watched so far? Yes, because we were talking about yesterday in the office, weren't yeah. we? Yeah. And I said, has anyone looked at this? Because I'm I'm desperately, I heard that it was airing on like Halloween night. Yeah. And obviously yeah. it's 3 a.m. for us and I'm not going to stay up and watch it. But at this point, I still didn't know how it worked. Part of me, foolishly, assumed it would be on YouTube or Twitch and there would be some sort of website you could go to to input your votes because it was all promised to be free. Mm -hmm. But no, it's like a create an account. You have to use this app, Hellscape, that yeah. you mm -hmm. that like basically is a stops everyone from wanting to play. So that when I downloaded the app, it asked me to create an account and I was like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And then I said it to Ashton. And I made said, an account. I'll make an account. Yeah. I use my triple jump email so they can't bother my personal email. Mm, um, good idea. But I, yeah. So essentially I watched the first, so the first episode was about half an hour long um, and it split up into like three chapters of which I assume because it doesn't actually tell you when you're rewatching it. There is decisions that have been made throughout this first 
part. Right. Um, so it kicks off with a character called Rachel, who is one of the characters that you follow. And she's performing some kind of like ritual with someone called Joy. And um, the ritual starts going wrong. And on having looked into it, that's when you make the first decision of how she, should she carry on? Should she stop? Should she like whatever? The vote voted for carry on and Joy dies. Uh, straight away, okay. basically. Um, and then that's the end of the first part. And then you follow a different character whose name I can't remember, who is vaguely Scandinavian. Um, and he is got a sick wife and two daughters and his wife's a bit horrible. And he gets kind of like in a, a dream sequence of sorts, gets chased by a monster and then the wife is dead. Um, and his daughter just assumes it was him or that he didn't do anything about it um at the time and it's kind of like well did he didn't he and then there's decisions that you can make now that are like tell so and so about this thing or go to the foundation and tell them why you think joy died or whatever um but i was voting on these like things yesterday having not watched it and watching it this morning this first chapter already includes the decisions that were made like on the website that presents the website presents you with some initial decisions that when you go on the website. And then when I was watching it, I was like, oh, wait, that's just the thing I just voted for. But this was clearly oh, happened at the time. Mm. So, yeah, so it's a bit strange. Um, and that's the kind of the gist of the first episode is that it's setting up that these characters, something's going wrong. Rachel works for the foundry. This other guy maybe killed his wife. And I think there's a third character, but I don't, I'm not sure. It's a bit confusing because it jumps back and forth between each of them in all of the the three chapters and it's just not always entirely clear what's going on mm. um and like you say the mouths don't move when they're talking the voice acting's good but like they'll be talking and the mouth's just kind of going bah, 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 bah. and it's like okay she's so she's not saying these words um and it doesn't look great but i mean it must be it must be difficult or maybe not difficult, I guess, you know what you're signing up for. But as a developer who will have worked on various like scenes and branches that if everyone votes for option B... Well, this is what we said the last time, wasn't Yeah, it? but then if, if everyone ends up... If, if the decision goes option A, that work is never, ever going to be seen yeah. or used. Mm. At least with, you know, something like Until Dawn, various different players will see... Everything will be seen eventually yeah. by everyone or by a lot of people. But um, yeah, it must be kind of strange to think like, oh... I spent like three weeks on that, on yeah. that chapter and it's just not going to happen now. I also got really bored mm-hmm. and Did I, I didn't watch the second episode because I just, I just was bored. It was just boring because you can't, once you can't make any decisions, like which is kind of the whole TV point, show. you're just watching a TV show that yeah. doesn't look very good, mm. that isn't like very interesting. And there's like chat. And there's like chat spamming. at the side, <laughs> like, and the chat when I was watching it were people who I guess were also watching it at the same time. But they were just putting like random stickers in because obviously no one can make any decisions. People were just like spamming yeah, right. stickers and stuff. Because the chat, so. I think I read, is constantly live even when like it's just always live. Yeah. So it's almost like a like a little Discord Twitch community that, that people are just going in there and presumably not being great. Yeah. Uh, but they're just there all the time because yeah. it doesn't stop. No. For some reason, it doesn't shut down between episodes. When I was watching it yesterday, there was just this one guy in chat who just kept going, boring, in like capital letters. <laughs> what are you doing with your life? Just shouting in chat. And well, I was like, is there just no mods? Like no one's here to just stop this guy just spamming the chat? It's was it kind of um, James yesterday said that um, 
apparently some swear words are or at least have been moderated mm. uh, or sorry no haven't been he says like people were able to like throw in all kinds of swears but seemingly the words Hideo Kojima were actively being like removed yeah. from chat mm-hmm. so they were happy to like actively get rid of that but like weren't so bothered by just outright slurs and yeah. stuff yeah um, it's strange. an interesting concept but I just it doesn't make sense well that's um, it isn't it I think it's really interesting when they yeah. announced it we were I think everyone was going, what is this? What is this? How mm. does this work? And there are definitely ways they could have done this because, you know, people love the Dark Pictures anthology games and yes, you do play through them, but half the fun is making the decisions and like, yeah. oh, which which way do we go? What, what do we say to this person? How do we react? That kind of stuff. And, and replaying, I think, is fun. Exactly. different things. This company, I believe, is it Genvid? Genvid, uh, yeah. They've made stuff like this before i think maybe they did a walking dead one at some point but i've never heard of them or never heard of this this like this isn't the first time that they've done this essentially Mm. this isn't their first go at this format but it clearly doesn't work and i don't know if konami said presumably they did we want to make some money from this but it was never communicated ahead of time that there would be a premium element to this i think some kind of regularly because i didn't even know that it's like they're airing new 15 minute episodes every night yeah. Like, I didn't even know that. Yeah. I thought it was just going to be maybe like a a big first one. And then they'll say, right, the next one's this time. Make sure you come back and mm, see the results like of your decision. Yeah. Why, if you went to all the effort of rendering this story in an engine and having all these actors act it out and stuff, why wouldn't you release it mm. as some sort of thing you could download to your console mm. or your PC or something like that and then make the decisions for yourself? I get they want the community aspect. But when the community aspect is so horrendously mismanaged, like how could they not have foreseen it going this way? Yeah. yeah. And the UI on the app is horrible. It's so confusing. You don't even get full screen. Uh, presumably there's an option to make the video full screen. But like yeah. when it's not full screen, the entire bottom half has got loads of symbols. There's like different currencies. It, like, it looks like a, it's been described as a battle pass by a lot of people. And mm. it looks like the landing page for a live service game. Yeah. It's mental. Yeah. I don't know what they were thinking with this yeah when you go like if you you can full screen the window but you can't actually full screen the video in the window um and then if when you pop out chat it like shrinks everything down to really small but because silent hill is so dark like you almost lose where the the video ends and like the black bars begin because you can't actually see what's going on Mm. um but yeah i i was very confused about like what videos were the like correct videos to watch it's like oh catch up on the episode so you can catch up on clips and you can catch up on the episode so you're like okay so the episode is the thing that i'm supposed to watch but then the clips are also part of it but they're not in the episodes tab i don't know it's very confusing and i don't and i don't know if maybe i don't know if it's all the time but i don't know if it's just me being slow and not understanding the website but they don't they don't explain it like nothing's really clear there's like a there's like a little video at the beginning that's like, here's how you play the game. Play the game. Uh, and then watch. you watch like a little video where they tell you like, this is the premise of it. And then they're just like, okay, and now here's the website. And mm. you're like, what? Are th- this website wasn't in your information video. I'm confused. <laughs> right. um, so crap it's very as, strange. As crap as this is, obviously, it's mm. not great. Um, and I feel like even if the story turns out to be good, it's, going, it's not going to be able to, you know, get away from the fact that it's just a very unpleasant experience to, yeah. to actually get involved. Uh, the My only hope for this is that they eventually release it as mm. some sort of standalone thing where, no, you don't physically control the characters. Yeah. But yes, it is all available as an app 
that you pay a bit of money for and it's it's silent hill ascension and you can vote in real time on what you you know like a normal game yeah. it'll pause and you can make a decision like an fmv game or something mm -hmm. um because this really does again as crap as it is it is still a silent hill game and that's significant and it really does yeah. this this feels to me like a prime candidate for potential lost media further down the line yeah. if it's stuck here and we've just got videos of like the one path that ended up being played you know konami pulls the plug early or something this game still should be preserved and the way the only way i can see it being preserved is probably the best way to experience it mm. anyway yeah so yeah because i'd be interested in you know getting together with you guys and having some drinks and yeah and just playing through we it. love games like that it's great it's a great party sort of thing but they, i don't know what they were thinking here yeah it's, it's all baffling. very strange it could have just been like they could have done it way more simply and just made it like a a, a big silent hill event happening on on twitch or on youtube mm -hmm. or you know and uh the kind of infrastructure is sort of there but far more simplified and it's just a live evening where a story plays out and people are voting in chat there's mm -hmm. like very there's there's functionality on on twitch and on various streaming platforms that allow you to do chat-based voting quite easily or you could have had a companion app with it mm -hmm. um, but then it's just you know sit down and watch it or maybe it happens over three nights or something um i don't actually know how long of an event it is does anyone know no no absolutely no idea the first one was like a 30 to 45 minute episode it was 30 minutes yeah and then the next ones are like 15 minutes but i don't know how many there are i don't know how many <laughs> but no it sounds like they just really bogged it down in in yeah in kind of Stuff. all kinds of issues. They plop the bed here. It's yeah. just too many barriers to entry. And, you know, as you said, Ashton, if you're not in the States, you've, yeah. you just, why would you want to go to the extra effort of having to, mm. you know, wade through the UI to replay what it What would have been that? really interesting, actually, is every, like, continent getting their own version of the game mm -hmm. and then seeing how different places play yeah. that would have been so interesting mm -hmm. like you give europe a, a show that's at like 8 p.m and then you know america's is at like 1 a.m for us 8 p.m for them and you're like well they did this and we did that and mm -hmm. it's interesting to see how different continents do it but no the only people get to play is america the most important country in the world, obviously. What is the most important country in the world? All uh, those psychopaths in Antarctica voting for the darkest option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, um, th another thing they could have done, if they really wanted to lean, lean into like the interesting streamer element, is basically give, like, make all the live streamers in the world sign in, like an NDA or like a, a, an agreement that you, here's an embargo, you've all got to play it at, if you're going to do it, you've got to play it at this time so you're all playing at the same time, you get Jackbox style servers and everyone's own communities play through it at the same time mm. and people can vote that way and that yeah, way yeah. they can have their own experience, they can get through the whole thing in one go, it's not drawn out, it's like you could still do weird interesting community stuff if you wanted to and it would still raise eyebrows like well yeah. you know if the streamers like got the thing there then why don't they just you know why, why can't we just play at home etc mm. but at least it would be a bit more user-friendly and a bit more custom mm. yeah you know, bespoke. And then it, probably everything it, you know across various streamers probably every permutation would actually end up being yeah. generated so, and a lot of people yeah. would talk about silent hill a lot yeah. more people yeah. and in a lot more positive way than, than it is currently and you wouldn't just have like one guy dumping like fifty thousand points on one yeah. decision and suddenly yeah. like every other thing is just like because you'll see like they'll be like top donation is like fifty thousand ip which is the points and the other two have got like 
15 or like mm. 10,000 that someone's mm. putting. You're like, well, no one's ever going to catch up if no. the three people you're showing me on this one's now. got like 40,000 points. Yeah. This yeah. is the beginning of Silent Hill's big comeback, or it's supposed to be it's anyway. This is, the, this is the beginning of Konami that's, you know, the Konami that's meant to be returning as a juggernaut publisher again with the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection, which isn't that very one, good. That yeah. and so well. This Silent Hill Ascension, which isn't very good and is annoying everyone. It's like it, do, it doesn't bode well. And then you've got bloody Bloober Team make it. I still am baffled by the fact that Bloober Team is making the Silent Hill 2 remake. Yeah. I'm, look, I'm prepared to be surprised. I want it to be good. But they're not off to a good start no. across the board, Konami, with this recent push. And literally any other approach would have raised the 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 stock of the Silent Hill name and also come across well, you know, with, with fans and gotten more people talking about it if they let streamers get It's all get about the money. Action. That's all it's yeah. about. It's, it's adding in the point system and the games mm. and everything. That's just money. That's what they're like. If you... If you want to experience this how it's supposed to be experienced, you have to give us twenty pounds. I would love to know what the viewing figures are like yeah. when the final episode goes yeah, out because I, I, sure, I don't. I tried know. to Google it to see if there was any way people knew, but it doesn't seem to be any yeah. stats or anything. They're doing it all there. internally. They didn't tweet to be like, "Wow, fifty thousand viewers last yeah. night." So you know. I would assume it wasn't, wasn't that good. good. It is dead on arrival in that I don't know how many people who experienced the first round will want to even yeah. want to come back for more. Mm -hmm. And certainly yeah. it's not going to attract new people at this point with all the press it's getting. But yeah. Uh, yeah. there we are. Make sure you let us know if you watched it and you enjoyed it or what you make of it. But, uh, oh boy, mm. not great. No. Well, speaking of watching games that you would rather be playing, we've come up with a new segment in honor of that. Are we calling What We Playing? Mm. It's what we play in time. Time to talk about the games, what we have been playing. Peter, yeah. what have you been playing? I've only played the one game, actually. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I have rolled credits on Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. I believe well we done. all have at least rolled credits, if not maybe done even more than that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, I think it's certainly going to be in my top five games of the year that we do um, every January. Will it be... Top three? Will it be number one? I don't know yet. I need to think about it. But I had a great time. I really enjoyed the story. Um, I uh, I really enjoyed all the boss fights and stuff. Mm -hmm. I did play it with enemy health turned down. Uh, simply because, not because I was even struggling with it necessarily, but because I was a bit bored sometimes fighting a room full of like 10 goons and then a cutscene plays, and then more goons arrive, mm -hmm. and then you have to kill them as well. Uh, that was probably my only complaint about the game, um, pretty much, that I can think of at all. I've not had any more glitches since we talked about the uh, the couple of minor issues we had. Good. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I think it, it looked great. It played well. Uh, I really enjoyed the story. The whole sort of third act um, really surprised me. Yeah. I expected... A lot of the, I don't know how spoilery I should be at this point. We all know, everyone knows that Craven the Hunter is in it. Right? Mm -hmm. We all know that. And uh, we, almost probably everyone knows that the symbiote suit is in it, right? Yes. That's not a huge spoiler. So I expected, right, there's obviously going to be a big fight with Craven at some point. That's going to be a boss fight. But then there was a lot more than that as well. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay, cool. Um, and even uh, some, some sort of, interesting other like symbiote stuff that I was like okay that came out of nowhere that was kind of cool um again being being spoiler free mm -hmm. so yeah I really enjoyed it and it's it's probably one of the best games I've played this year mm -hmm. I think 
I agree. Mm. I platinum Spider-Man this week. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Um, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think that there was, like you say, I think some of the goon fighting is a little bit boring. I just find myself kind of doing the same combination of moves over yeah. and over again. Um, and my boyfriend pointed out, and actually like it's kind of good, like I, I agree with him, in that, the kind of spider arms that you have as Spider-Man, mm-hmm. those the abilities are kind of boring. Yeah, uh, yeah. And like he he wanted to he pointed he pointed out that why has Spider-Man got these cool arms if he's so poor? How has he made these cool arms when he has a house that is falling apart yeah. and he can't pay the mortgage on? Mm. Um, it's because his priorities are wrong. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed the story and I thought that like a lot of the side stuff was really interesting. They've like kind of well, they've very much set up a third game, mm-hmm. um, which is good. I think it'll be follow a similar format. I think maybe I'd like the third game to be more Miles heavy because it felt like this was a, a Peter Parker Spider-Man yeah. with a few bits for Miles kind of thrown in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did like the kind of switching between the two of them and each having their own set of uh, objectives and side bits to do. That was good. Um, my boyfriend experienced a loads of glitches compared to me oh, really? I don't know why so we were playing it quite a lot on Sunday and by the Sunday night for some reason his game was just like you've played for too long here are all the glitches we can think of he did like one of oh, the wow. like side kind of uh, like fiery missions that mm. you have to do like the final one of those and uh, the game came up with this like pop up that like spoiled almost who the character was when you like you kind of find out in a conversation after it's happened mm-hmm. but there's a bit where it comes up like you have to talk to a certain guy and the game came up with a like mission objective that wasn't actually in the mission that was probably like oh. coded into the game and then removed they're like kind of revealed who this person was Gosh. um and it like glitched out a few times where when it when the site like this cutscene was happening this character was invisible you could just see like his clothes and he was like what he was doing but you couldn't huh. see his like character model at all mm. um and then he turned into a box um uh, oh okay. P- uh, peter parker turned into a box the cube the, the cube. cube yeah which Amazing. i thought that they'd fixed but apparently he's it's not fixed because it wow. still happened um but yeah i really enjoyed it i think the last couple like trophies i had to do were like do 30 consecutive tricks in the air which just had me like leaping off a building and just flipping constantly <laughs> as long as i could yeah um but yeah i had a good a good time. I thought it was great time, uh, great fun, and I really enjoyed that game. Mm-hmm. And I'm sad that it's over, um, and I'm going to have to wait multiple years until mm-hmm. I get the next one. Yeah. Um, but Insomniac did; they just did a great job with that game. Yeah. They really did. Um, and Wolverine is apparently set in the same universe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what they do with that. Mm-hmm. I'll miss the traversal of Spider-Man. Yeah, I was thinking oh, that. Yeah. Don't, no I don't really want to run around, is. you know what I mean? I'd, yeah. I'd rather flip and fly through space. He's a bikey man. Space. No, a little That's motorbike. True, he is, and he can probably run on all fours like an animal. Yeah. I should hope so. Yeah. Like, he can probably climb. He's got yeah. claws, can't he? But he can't swang. No. Web wings. Give yeah. him web wings. Give him web, 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 web wings. Um, I also played some House Flipper. Well, on Halloween, I was like, well, I don't want to sit down and play something or watch something. So I just had uh, my boyfriend's Steam Deck and I was playing House Flipper by, while watching YouTube so that every time someone rang my doorbell, which was happening a lot i could put it down and go and give them nice. treats um but yeah i i love house flipper mm. i love that game it's just like a very like head empty in between game it's good mm. um but yeah that's what i played this week amazing uh i've also platinum spider-man 2 uh oh it's so good i <laughs> i love it a lot and uh 
I got as obsessed with it as I did with the first game where it was just like, it's like they made a game for me. Mm -hmm. You know, Spider-Man and Batman are the two most popular superheroes by a considerable margin, but people of a certain age, mine and Peter's age, grew up with some <laughs> exceptional cartoons in the 90s. Mm -hmm. And those, those two superheroes have always held a very special place in my heart. And to have a just a phenomenal trilogy of Batman games and a phenomenal trilogy of Spider-Man games is like, it's great. Like, I just love the character mm -hmm. and, yeah. I, and it's so cool. They're, they're, you know, as big of a fan of Spider-Man as I am, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not a, a, a huge comic book guy. Mm. So I haven't read much or anything of Spidey's like big stories. Uh, so even, you know, some of these surprises and twists and turns in the story, I was like, ooh, I don't know what that is, but I can tell that this is significant. Yeah. And that's that's a cool thing that, you know, mm. I would not have uh, uh, not have expected. And so, yeah, I'm also sad that it's over. But like like a like a really good meal that you just wolf down and it but it uh, and, and you're kind of sad that it's over you still had like a great time. And yeah. you're glad that you, like it was so enjoyable. It's like, yes, I'm, I didn't need to pace myself there. I, I absolutely destroyed it at the speed that I destroyed it at. And I'm okay with that because it was a, a wonderful time. Yeah. To be fair, like we were talking this week and I was thinking like, they've definitely set up multiple DLCs. Yeah. Like yeah. there's a yeah. few avenues that there's one that I think is a very clear lead into like, this will be a DLC. Mm. And there's a couple of other little offshoots of things where I'm like, this could absolutely form a DLC, like no bother, and it would make sense. Because what do we have? Was there two DLCs for the first uh, game? I think there were three. Was there three? Mm, there I wasn't a DLC so. for Mars Morales, I no, don't think. No. But the first the first game had the Simkarian DLC. Yeah, the city that never sleeps or something. Yeah. There was, was there the... a Black Cat one as well? Or was yeah, that she was in, in all of them. She was in all three. Yeah, but I didn't know if she had a specific DLC. I don't really remember. But she was, oh, maybe she wasn't in all three, but she was in the f the first one. For yeah, sure. but for they've definitely set up at least, I think, two, potentially three DLCs, mm -hmm. which is very exciting. And I'm hoping that we won't have to wait too long for those. Please, yeah. Insomniac. The set piece as well. I didn't actually mention that. That was some of the best kind of chase sequences and stuff mm -hmm. that I've played in a long time in any video game. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. There are three. There were three, were there? Three chapters of Dork for the first game. And they were kind of fine. fine. But they added some new characters and they fleshed out some stuff that led into this game. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it was more Spider-Man. So yeah. that's yeah. Awesome. And more trophies to yeah. get. Uh, yeah, great. Really good game. Sad that it's over. I'm going, I'm going to try and not let recency bias... Uh, you know, make Spider-Man force its way into the, like a high spot in my top five mm. of this year. But it's so good that there's probably, mm. it'll it'll weasel its way. It's no doubt going to be in at least all of our top fives, if potentially oh, yes. maybe It's definitely moment. in my top five. Yeah. I just, it's just been... Just where does it fit? Such a busy bloody mm. year. Uh, beside that, I also, because we streamed the park last week and uh, I brought up the fact that I didn't have all the trophies. Mm. And yeah. you guys pointed out, well, you know, it's your, it's your favorite game. Why haven't you got the platinum? It doesn't have a yeah. platinum. But it does have obviously 100% completion. So I did go and get those two trophies and it turned out it was really easy. One, you just turn around and try to leave oh. at the start. Oh. Uh, and another one, you go to the uh, the bumper cars, the Dodgems, which is the best bit in the entire game. And you just have to interact with an object. So it was easy. 
It's dead easy. So nice. I've got 100% trophies in the park now. I've I've completed it. And speedrun placement. Mm-hmm. And speedrun placement. I've, there's really not much more I can do with this game apart from play it every Halloween mm. yeah. forever until the end of time. And I also got the platinum in Assassin's Creed Mirage mm. uh, because I was thinking about how easy it is to platinum and that I've finished Spider-Man now and there's nothing on the horizon immediately. And so I yeah, went in there and got all the collectibles. And I tell you what, going from the traversal and the fast travel and not just the speed of the fast travel, but like being able to pinpoint a street you mm-hmm. want to go to in Spider-Man and it taking you there and then going to Assassin's Creed Mirage, it was tedious mm-hmm. by comparison. Mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Mirage, still a great game. You know, we spoke about it a lot a couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, the things that we think it could do better and so on. But there's just... It's not a fair comparison because Basim doesn't have superpowers and he can't fly. But going from a game where you can soar around like a majestic Dead Island to the spider and then go to uh, a a man who's climbing up the side of buildings sometimes (laughs) and jumping off most times. Yeah. It, yeah, there's no comparing the two. Uh, but yeah, finished that. That was great. Um, I was really tempted by Alan Wake 2 because the reviews have been so incredible. Uh, but I'm going on holiday next week and I just wouldn't have time to play it. Mm. So I may get it after that and give it a go. I need to play the first one. I keep meaning to get around to playing the first one. I just haven't. It's just not happened yet. So mm. maybe I'll play the first one and then I do really want to play the second one because like you say, it's got such good reviews. Yeah. And there's nothing coming out at least this month, that I'm potentially like, um, excuse I me, must play this. Like a garden? Drag- sorry, a dragon garden? Yeah. The man who erased his name? I'm mm-hmm. good, thank you, on that one. You sure? Yeah. It's really good. A bit name, of a though. soft pass on that one. Okay. All yeah. Right. Well, well, do you see the man? You let us know. I know, I will do. I'm looking for his dragon garden. Should, uh, is that everything you've played? Yeah, that's all I've played. Well, it's time for questions too I'm now. i turn off the heater now. I'm oh, yes, please. Um, this comes from Joanna. Joanna says, do you think the City Skylines 2 launch was actually as bad as people have made it seem? Or are people just overreacting? And do you think that despite all the great launches this year, the amount of broken games tarnishes the reputation of gaming in 2023? Thank you, Joe. We'll Thank say we, we did add a little caveat on that question because we did want to talk about broken games. But uh, Joanna asked a question about yeah. City Skylines 2. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. Did you did you want to talk about City Skylines? Um, I can do. Ben has an article in front of him, so what, instead of me having to get my yeah, shall I read it? You read it. This is from Eurogamer. City Skylines Two has got off to a bit of a rough start, with many players complaining of performance issues following this week's launch on PC. But while publisher Parad- Paradox has been forthright. In acknowledging these problems, even prior to launch, <laughs> somewhat unconventionally, it now wants to make it absolutely clear that no technical issues aren't because the game is trying to render the teeth of every single person in your city. All this apparently started with a post on the City Skyline subreddit in which one Hexcoder Zero claimed the game was rendering individual teeth with no LOD level of detail adjustments, even when viewed from far away. They even threw together a bit of a collage feature, a uh, a bit of a collage feature a screenshot. Okay. Featuring? I assume You're that's what they meant. A couple of character messages, uh, meshes, sorry, Jesus, and vitally, two red circles to illustrate their claim. Mm. Two days later, Paradox, presumably in some kind of damage limitation frenzy given the not exactly glittering reception the game has received, has responded by firing a statement out to press, drawing attention to the bizarre story, and denying Molagate is true. <sighs> 
Citizen Life Path feature does not tie to Citizen de- Geometry, sorry, and does not affect the performance figures of the characters, Paradox wrote. We know the characters require further work as they are currently missing their LODs, which affect some parts of performance. We are working on bringing these to the uh, to the game alongside... Alo- I'm so sorry. Along... To the game along... Ge- no, I, I've you just... You are right. I've it's just, just written wrong. Yeah, I've just uh, corrected it. Alongside general LODs improvements across all game assets. Paradox added that characters uh, feature a lot of details that, while seemingly unnecessary now, will become relevant in the future of the project. Yeah, so some of the issues people are experiencing were random FPS dips, slowdown and hitches, along with visual issues like irritating shadows, flickering on certain buildings. Um, there was also an issue where, for some reason, characters in cities like to just abandoned dogs so there is just packs of feral dogs stuck in people's cities where people just seemingly walk their dogs and then just leave them there and then there's just loads and loads of dogs just kind of hanging out much like some cities in the world but um, not necessarily the the sort of ones with skyscrapers and things yeah but like they said they've been ahead of release they talked about how yeah the game isn't exactly running how we want it to but we're still going to release gonna it, it to yeah. um, yeah. and they haven't put forward a console release time yet which initially was on the plan um, because they don't know when it's going to work on consoles they but, don't know when it's going to work on PCs yeah <laughs> but even on like um, really beefy PCs it's not like an issue of like oh your PC's too old that's why it's not running like some of these are on like are 40 series RTX graphic cards which are like really good so they shouldn't have any issue running this but yeah there's UI bugs and issues with the economy system as well but yeah it's it's all very strange and once again another another game that's released that is broken yeah yes um, it's a shame really because City Skylines 1 did so well off the back of the fact that SimCity wasn't it um, mm-hmm. was you know uh Always online. Oh, always on my DRM, and you know, people were like, "Oh, well, screw this." I was looking forward to this game, but I I refused to play it. And then City Skylines came out, and everyone was like, "Hell yeah, this is the game we were looking for." Yeah. And now they've just completely, uh, well, kind of dropped the ball, let's say, with uh, with this one. So it's a shame. It does. It's hard to kind of quantify whether there has been an uptick on games releasing broken and you then you have to like weigh up well how broken is broken you know some games release and they're borderline unplayable because they're super super glitchy some of them just have interesting strange things going on like spider-man turns into a cube you know i don't think anyone would say that spider-man 2 released in a glitchy state no i didn't Uh, have any real issues yeah i I had like a couple of things that could have happened in any game uh like kieran as well with assassin's creed uh arrow to kieran has had a few moments where he's got like stuck behind ladders yeah well i think that i found the exact same bugs so yeah they're like consistent so these things happen and we are now, unfortunately, in an era where they're to be expected. Um, and games are, are more complex now, so there are more and more permutations and ways that things can go wrong that can't necessarily be ironed out in quality control. Or they, they'll be identified in quality control, but they're like, ship it, ship it anyway, we'll fix mm. it in post um, with, with, uh, with a patch. Uh, but that kind of thing, as I say, we've come to expect it and we're kind of accepting it now. This is a kind of a different kettle of fish by the sounds of it because it's, as I say, not really running at all. And um, has there been an increase, not in games that are just a bit glitchy, like Assassin's Creed, for example, or, or any any sort of game of that scale, has there been an increase in games that are kind of almost broken like this, do you think? It feels like this year we've talked a lot about 
games launching and being in a bad state, in a bad state. like mm. Jedi Survivor. We let it get yeah. away with a lot, but that game launched bad. Like it had a bad launch. It didn't run on most consoles. Like you struggled the entire really way through, one, yeah. and Payday Three launched terribly. And there's there's been others, and there's there will be more. I think, and I think even. To a certain extent, the games that have released, not unplayably buggy, but there's still games that are releasing with bugs mm. that are kind of a problem um, or just even small bugs that are dotted here and there. There's things that have been releasing where like it doesn't it doesn't feel like games are as polished as they have been in, in recent years. But I don't I don't know if maybe that's just because we've been more aware of it this mm. year because it's been on bigger releases or if it there has been a general increase. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? It could well be exactly that. It could be some sort of statistical anomaly in that there's just an obscene amount of games releasing this year anyway. Mm -hmm. And so yes, there are more broken games this year, but that's just because there are a thousand million games releasing this year. Yeah. It's also the, I think you may have seen this as well going around on various social media, the the best year in terms of games getting review averages in the 90s. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's ever, but certainly in the last like 20, 23 years, mm. it's, it's the highest by a considerable margin. So it has been an unbelievable year for games. But when you're releasing... 25 games a week obviously you stand a much higher chance of there being more mm -hmm. you know be better reviewed games than ever before and also more broken games yeah. than ever before yeah this stuff you're right in that it is it is seemingly on the rise but i feel like this year it just it may just feel like there are more because there's there, as i said there's just more games coming out but do you think it's because a lot of the games that we're seeing issues with are much bigger releases then i feel like mm. we haven't had a triple a game or anything come out in recent years that's been quite so well obviously there was saints row last year but of the games that came out last year and then games that came out this year i feel like given you know 10 minutes i could name way more games this year that came out a buggy mess yeah, yeah than like each, last year or the year before yeah it feels like each year kind of recently has maybe like one or two standouts like yeah. cyberpunk uh or yeah or saints row mm -hmm. whereas this year maybe it is more like there's like a handful at least mm -hmm. um so yeah, maybe it's it's just affected some bigger games more this yeah. year than, yeah. than it has sort of double A. One thing that is absolutely true is that it's uh, just out and out greed that yeah. these games are being mm. released the way they are. You know, the fact that Paradox even hinted that oh yeah, it's um, it's not really where we want it to be. Just uh, just a fair warning, but that'll you know give us money, please. We'll yeah. we'll still sell it to you. Um, that's just that's unacceptable, and yeah. I I know that there's obviously. It's a lot more complicated than that. They've been working on this game for however long. They need to start making their money back, mm -hmm. and, you know, because they've got all sorts of overhead and paying the staff and the games. They've, you know, they've already sunk this much money in. They've got promises to publishers, etc. There's a lot going on there, but it doesn't change the fact that these games are intentionally being released not yeah. ready, and uh, that's terrible for everyone. I feel like I've been very lucky this year because it hasn't really affected many games that I was particularly interested in. Like, mm. uh, you know, I've, I feel I have great sympathy for City Skylines players and Payday players and, and mm. stuff like that. But I'm very lucky in that those aren't really games that that I would, yeah, in. that I would spend a lot mm. of time with anyway. Um, but you would have thought, you know, these. How do they keep getting away with it? Well, this is the, this is anyway. this is the exact thing, like. But a lot of the times when you think like, oh, 
you know, this happened, but then everyone kind of moves on to the next thing so quickly, which is kind of the circle of what's happening in the world, regardless of this whole situation. But I just think that like, in the same way that we're just letting studios get away with sacking half of their staff at the moment and just kind of being like, treating them like trash. We're like, well, you know, that's that's so sad right now. But next week, something else is going to happen and it's going to have kind of overtaken the news cycle. It's just how quick yeah. things are going. But we just, people just are getting away with it so much better now. I mean, not everyone, don't get me wrong. Like mm. the producers of Gollum, they're gone now, yeah. RIP. Mm. But like EA releasing um, Jedi Survivor in the state that they did. I mean, Payday 3, again, they're not got away with it, but because no one's talking about it anymore, they will get away with it. Like, they'll patch some stuff, they'll fix some bits and pieces up, and then it'll be fine. Well, even Rockstar, you know, like bringing out the GTA trilogy. And then charging loads for Red Dead. It was, was, yeah, and charging loads for Red Dead. Uh, But, you know, everyone talked... For, for a couple of weeks about how bad the GTA trilogy was and that really was just greed wasn't it you know, oh, yeah. they used AI to flip out a game um, and sell it uh, but you know if and when they actually start telling us about GTA 6 people are just going to lap it up and say I can't yeah. wait yeah. and admittedly that's because they have presumably been putting every single resource they can into GTA 6 and they put barely anything into the trilogy. So GTA 6 is, I'm sure, going to be a very, very good game. But uh, just because one product is going to be good because they focused on it, it doesn't justify the fact that they can say, well, yeah, we didn't really have the resources to do the other game. Well, maybe you shouldn't have tried to sell it. it then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Going back to, uh, I know it was a slightly tweet question of Joe's, but uh, do you think that despite all the great launches this year, the amount of broken games tarnishes the reputation of gaming in 2023? Not trying to start another conversation here, but I think the thing that really tarnishes such an amazing year of video games is all the job losses. And we haven't had a question this week about the Bungie um, job cuts, which are obviously horrible and tragic as well. Uh, I think I saw a figure that we're up to about 6,000 um, cut jobs this year so mm-hmm. far in the games industry. That it's, bungee stuff was bad as yeah, well. Yeah, because they like lost all their stock stuff yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, like, and they're, all really... of their coverage, because their coverage ran to the end of the month, they sacked them on the 30th, so yeah. they only had one it day left of coverage. It was vindictive and calculated yeah. and Ridiculous. awful. And if anything is going to be a dark cloud over such an amazing year of video games, it's going to be the people who made those amazing video games possible losing their jobs on mass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, It's a really rough industry to work in, and, and yeah, our heart goes out to to all the Bungie employees affected yeah. by that. That's uh, really dreadful. But yeah, the buggy launches aren't helping either. And that's uh, that's on the rise, whether it's because there are more games out this year and it just seems that way or whether it's just because people can sort of get away with it now. I like that every time a studio puts a like uh, white text on black background, we're yes. so sorry we've let you down. People just in replies are like, another one to the collection and then just yeah. send a picture yeah, of like all, all the others. other ones that they've received this year. The uh, the other thing, not that we're at the end of the year yet, but the other thing that I think we'll remember 2023 for in gaming is the acquisition in all oh, capital. Oh, yeah. me. Yeah. That's, that's true. Uh, I mean, that was actually, it's been a year and a half, but uh, yeah, but it it's finally happened. happened. It's happened now. 2023. Yeah, that's true. Well, if there were any more acquisitions, that would be a bit strange, wouldn't it? Mm, it would. A little bit peculiar. Oh. And it would probably make the headlines. It's It's time for Weird (laughs) News. 
life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to eighty percent less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's weird news time. Time for some weird video game news. If you'd like to submit some weird gaming news to us, you can do so via the post that goes out on Facebook and Twitter on a Tuesday. Uh, however, if you want to guarantee yourself a shout out at this point in the podcast, you need to go to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump, support us at the appropriate tier and become a podcast producer. Just like G.Y. Goliath, Nicole Hansen, Duncan Wilson, Katie Jarrett. Eric Sue. Potato Shack 99. Melody L. Bonnet. Nexus Polaris. Gabrielle Philippink. Blake Thomas. Janet Wicks. 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 And Great, Great Giggity. Giggity. Thank, Thank you, podcast, podcast producers. producers. Did you, were you able to verify these with Razor this week? Because he's not in, are you? I do it myself. Oh, you do it yourself? You yeah, double check. Yeah, I'm a strong okay, independent woman. I don't well, need Fraser to tell are me. You, I normally just send it to Fraser. I don't have to use the website. Okay, it's fine. I'm not done. Whoa. Jesus Christ, you just squared up to me. Just double checking. Good, goodness me. I don't need Fraser. I could do it myself. Peter, yeah. do you have a weird news? I've got a weird news here that was sent via one yeah. of the two. I can't remember. <laughs> All right. I looked at both. I think it was... They're both bad. Twitter. Oh, I can tell you it was Twitter because I've got the handle. It was Good. from Aureli Caprido, heart, heart emoji. Hard, hard. Uh, at oral underscore noisu. I hope I've said that right. Uh, who sent us this article from gamesindustry.biz, written by Sophie McAvoy, staff writer. Nintendo pulls drink driving game from digital store due to Peggy 3 Plus rating. Oh. Peggy is currently investigating the issue. Nintendo has, a re- has removed Need for Spirit Drink oh, and Drive God. Simulator from the oh, eShop. I saw this last week, but it was like, there's a, there's a drink and drive it need simulator. Need for Mead. They could. Or Mead for Speed. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's some other booze thing in there. Surely Spirit for Speed works better, not Need for Spirit, right? No, I think both of them are. Bad. Yeah, but clunky. Yeah. Need for Weed. They could have just done a different <laughs> driving under the influence game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't do that either, folks. Uh, Nintendo removed Need for Spirit Drink and Drive Simulator from the eShop following an investigation by Peggy. As reported by Margaret, sorry. Uh, <laughs> as reported by Eurogamer, the game was allegedly assigned a Peggy 3 Plus rating through the International Age Rating Coalition, which is a free self-submitted process. This would suggest that the game is suitable for all ages, despite including alcohol and tobacco. 
A game involving such substances must be rated Peggy 16 or 18 per the European video game content rating system. Peggy 3. That's so funny. Need for Speed Drink and Spirit, sorry, Drink and Drive Simulator is rated Peggy 16 on the Epic Game Store and unrated on Steam. GamesIndustry.biz has contacted the game's developer, Atomic Fabric, for further clarification. And the Peggy spokesperson clarified to Eurogamer, when an investigation shows that the Peggy rating changes by more than one age category, the game is taken down and Nintendo requires that game resubmitted with an accurate rating to ensure parental control tools work properly. Interesting. So until they were caught, Nintendo... Pro drink driving. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm that's what I'm Pro, pro drink driving for kids. Yeah. They think kids they think kids should just get absolutely pro, flip faced and get behind yeah. the wheel. Pro toddler cigarettes as well. Yeah. There they are. You you are, aren't you, Nintendo? Yeah. You you devious you beasts. Deviants. Anyway, I have some news too. Go on. It's from Bartek at Bartol BB on Twitter. Uh, from Dextero, written by Michael Gawilliam. 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 Yeah, look. Gawilliam. Oh, oh, hello. Gawilliam. How's it spelled? G. William. It's a bit Welsh, that. It really is. <laughs> well, I thought maybe it was Michael G. William, but the, the oh, W's G. not capitalised. Yeah, anyway. Mm. The news is Amaranth reveals beer company one. wants her pap smear to brew new flavours. I hate this one so oh, Yes, God. thank you, internet, for doing it again. So much. Kick and OnlyFans star Caitlin Amaranth Siragusa, did not know her name was Caitlin, has revealed that a beer company in Poland will be using her vaginal smear as an ingredient to brew a special new flavour. Amaranth has taken the internet by storm with her hot tub streams, shock investments and partnerships to sell everything from fart jars to her bathwater. But she has a new product that could put all of those to shame. In an exclusive interview with Dextera, the OnlyFans model was asked about how she had previously teased a new drink following the success of Logan Paul and KSI's Prime and filled some details about the upcoming beverage. According to the Twitch streamer, Polish brewery The Order of Yoni wants to use her for a new beer and she's surprisingly excited about the opportunity. Siragusa confirmed that she will be working with the company to produce this beer and they have a history of using Models' smears for quite a few years now. I'm actually working on with the beer co- beverage company. It's not my own. I'm still doing that project. There's a beer company. They're European. They want to. European. They want me to send in my vaginal yeast. The streamer revealed, like basically like a pap smear. My, basically like pap smear myself. They want to make beer using my vaginal yeast, like the same profile, I guess. The order of uni, however said that they are using lactobacillus, not yeast. Right. Um, they delved more into the process. It involves the isolation of lactic acid bacteria followed by an intensive safety procedure to make sure that only the lactobacillus bacteria is used and is completely healthy. The gynecologist collects a vaginal smear from the models. These smears are taken to a laboratory where bacteria are isolated, cleaned and analyzed and multiplied. At the end of the process, the bacteria are used to produce the pure lactic acid that goes into yoni beer. Why? Well, I know yeah. why. And then Amaranth says um, that it has, has, she has no doubts that it will sell and there will be money in a bottle. Yeah. It's hilarious. I think people will buy it for sure. I don't know if they'll actually drink it. I mean, they'll probably drink it, she yeah. laughed. Um, and apparently there is, um, yeah, it's happened before. I love that it's like, after the end of that process, it says, and then we put the pure lactic acid into the beer. Yeah. Well, you can probably just buy that by the gallon from mm, yeah. suppliers. But I, obviously, I understand the whole point of the... I dislike the this story. Yeah. A yeah. great deal. Yeah, it makes me kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Because I know I know who's going to buy this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm Hey, 
great job, Amaranth. Honestly, you yeah. know, you you she get knows it. how to get her back. You you get your money. You do what you got to do. I respect it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, this <laughs> but market, I think it's gross. <laughs> but this market shouldn't yeah. exist. <laughs> mm-hmm. This market simply should not. It's an affront to Jesus Christ, <laughs> and um, it's not it's not her fault. She's not the one buying it. Mm-hmm. But someone offered her to do it. I yeah. mean, part a lot of, of people like, are going to uh, prison for this. Um, yeah, and it's not her. No, they're not going to prison. They're going to hell, yeah. <laughs> straight yes. to hell. God prison. Yeah. So, uh, That's my weird news. Thank you, Bartek. Yeah, good God. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. Um, really love Somehow, it. like, God, I never thought anyone could outdo Gwyneth Paltrow, but, like, that's yeah. way worse. That is way worse mm. than that. Mm. What was it? What was her thing? Scented candles. Scented yeah, candles candle. with her vagina. Yeah, I couldn't remember and, like, what it, I know it was. were saying, yes, it does smell just like her vagina. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. It's... um. Weird. Mm-hmm. My weird news comes from Jonathan Wong off of Facebook. And this is a Push Square article written by Kale Adam. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Isn't it Push Square? Don't they normally have random? random. <laughs> I was just getting ready, that's all. Sorry, I thought I thought Peter had done something. No, I was What's I was taking done? an inhale so that I could do okay, it, my so. random. Larian sets South Park straight on Baldur's Gate 3 PS5 cross-save functionality. Lots to unpack there. Um, what's it called? What's hey. that? What's the Hello? show called? Okay? South, Park. Oh, South Park. Is that still run, still going? Yeah, occasionally. Apparently, they've just uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone have just been paid nine hundred million dollars to see it through to season thirty. Jesus, and how many more 30? seasons is that? Thirty. They're on twenty-seven, twenty-six now. Nine hundred oh million dollars to do. Three it makes more apparently it makes Paramount money and uh, Paramount Pictures an obscene amount of money. They've got the streaming service. Watches it. I think they've been. Uh, both of them have been quite vocal about the fact that they don't want to make any more South Park. And mm-hmm. I think in one of the most recent seasons, they had a running joke, which was like on screen, it would say hashtag cancel South Park. And they would just see what they could get away with. And it was everything. They got away with literally everything wow. you can imagine. But they're still going and they've been paid, you know, good Sorry, for them. Carry imagine on. Paying a bill- so let me just, just say, like, imagine paying a billion dollars to, to get two people to make something that you know they don't want to make. Yeah. Would yeah. you not worry that maybe know. the quality might drop It's still off a good bit? that this is from a special that's just aired and it's been, it's going down very well. Because we all know what happened with Game of Thrones where they wanted to hurry up and finish it. Well, that's true. I don't know. They are so minted. I don't know what else. They, yeah. they don't need to do anything else. Um, but anyway, let's get on with it. As further proof that epic RPG Baldur's Gate 3 has truly broken into the mainstream, Larian's latest was featured in the most recent episode of South Park, entitled South Park Joining the Pandaverse. In the episode, Cartman, living in an alternate reality and played by Janisha, Janisha, Janisha Adams Gin, Ginyard? You know, have you heard of that? No, okay. that looks about right. Is fearful of losing more than 50 hours of, B, uh, of BG3 progress and asks, do save games not cross multiple universes? To which Stan replies, save games don't even cross between PCs and PS5s. Why would they cross between multiple universes? Larian's social team was quick to set the record straight as PC and PS5 cross-save functionality does indeed function Whoa. in Baldur's Gate 3, though sadly cross-multiverse functionality is not available at this time. You can check out the clip in question below. And there's the tweet there. Mm-hmm. Hello at South Park. While Baldur's Gate 3 saves can't cross multiversal barriers, we can confirm they do actually transfer between PC and PS5. And there we are. Get it right. Wow. Did you catch the episode in its entirety? No. No. I've not caught Are you still a as surprised of, st- of South Park as ever. we are that Baldur's Gate th- broke Park out the, the way that it did? <laughs> S- pay us $900 million mm. in the comments below. Wow. 
Yeah, there we go. Wow. I'm going to watch that episode tonight. Looking Honestly, to I'm more. I was more surprised that uh, South Park's still going. Yeah, yeah. More than it's sort of they're anything. in that place now where they don't have to try in the sense that they do like six episode seasons and you mm. get one every few years or something. They still make The Simpsons too. Oh yes, mm. like actual episodes. Yeah. Every year, like wow. clockwork. I've, wow. you, I, for the longest time, I tried to keep up, and I've now stopped because I wasn't enjoying it. Yeah, and I haven't enjoyed it for years. So, yeah. Family Guy's still going. American Dad's still going. Oh like clockwork God. every year. Richard and Mortimer. Richard is, and Mortimer. Uh, they take bigger actors. breaks, though. Yeah, new voice actors are pretty good, actually. Yeah, they are actually very. Convinced. Solar Richard Opposites was good as well. Oh, that's like what? <laughs> <laughs> Solar Opposites is good too. They replaced Justin Roiland there, but they replaced him with a completely with different an English guy. Man, yeah. It's great. I thought it was really funny. Voice, voice is apt. He does. It's good. I like it. Well, that was weird news. Hmm. It's time, everyone, for the big discussion. Oh. It's the big discussion time. Time for the big video game discussion, which this week comes courtesy of Chris McVeigh. And Chris says, hi, Bap. Hiya. Hello. A new policy from Microsoft is coming into effect soon with reports from some Xbox users that unlicensed third-party accessories are causing warnings from the console that they will stop working after the 12th of November. Apparently, this is intended to curb the rise of cheat devices that let you spoof a keyboard and mouse as a controller for unfair advantages. But it also seems like it's going to affect things like custom fight sticks and cheap no-brand controllers, which might not be common but are at least used in good faith. Is it unfair to effectively force everyone to use only Xbox branded slash approved accessories or are these acceptable losses when stopping cheating is on the line? Thank, Thank you, Chris. Chris. Thank I've got you, Chris. a write-up here from Engadget. Microsoft... It, That's a funny name. Sorry, carry on. Engadget. Microsoft is putting its foot down when it comes to unauthorized controller use. The company has begun banning any third-party Xbox controllers and accessories that aren't part of the Designed for Xbox Hardware Partner program. A gamer, a gamer posted the news to Reset Error after plugging in an Xbox-compatible controller and receiving a notification about the ban. The error code is explained in detail on Microsoft's support blog. From the moment you connect an unauthorized accessory and receive error code 0x82D60002, remember that one, you'll have two weeks to use the accessory, after which time it will, it will then explode. It will then, <laughs> it will then be blocked from use with the console. Microsoft's advice, get in touch with the company you bought the controller from and return it. A bit savage, but very clear. And also, they will not accept oh my God. Will not be giving you a refund. Microsoft's motivation for the crackdown could stem in part from a desire to block cheat devices like Cronus Zen. Fellow gaming companies have been working hard to ban their use during gameplay. Of course, Microsoft's decision could also stem from a probable increase in sales of their own controllers and accessories. We now turn to Kotaku. This is a tweet from Maximilian Dude, who is a prominent internet man. Mm. Heyo, Phil Spencer, Xbox, and Matt Booty. This is essentially a death sentence for local fighting game events that run on Xbox, much less others that can only afford one arcade stick. Fighting game, a fighting game content creator and expert, Maximilian Dude tweeted on October the 29th as the news spread. It's dude with two O's. Whoa. Super cool. Uh, Would the, be cooler if it was zeros. That's so true. Dezu, Dezuroed. Yeah. Darude. 
The Brook Gaming fans converters are not cheat devices. They're a huge boon to the fighting game community. Please reconsider. The biggest question about the new restrictions is whether the, whether peripheral makers will be able to apply to become authorized suppliers, or if the ban will remain in place for anyone who doesn't have a branded deal with Xbox. That would mean companies paying Microsoft for authorization, potentially increasing potentially increasing the costs of the devices themselves, or forcing some manufacturer, manufacturers to stop making devices for Xbox entirely. This is the situation that's already in place on PlayStation, and it's a huge drag. The PS5 only supports officially licensed controllers and accessories, of which there are very few. Most are also quite pricey. Mm. The result has been a near total lockdown that gives players few alternatives to Sony's DualSense. Microsoft now seems to be heading in the same unfor unfortunate direction, it says. Uh, there is an update here. A spokesperson for Microsoft confirmed the band will go, in go into effect and said it's for performance, security, and safety. Yeah, right. Microsoft and other licensed Xbox uh, hardware partners' accessories are designed and manufactured with quality standards for performance. Hang on, what? Is okay, yeah, it says yeah. the same, the same thing again. Uh, quality standards for performance, security, and safety, they wrote in a statement. Unauthorized accessories can compromise the gaming experience on Xbox co consoles. And it says in brackets what Xbox con consoles are. Players may receive a pop-up warning that their accessory is unauthorized. Eventually, the unauthorized accessory will be blocked from use to preserve the console gaming experience. The full list of supported devices going forward is available on Microsoft's website. Mm. You know how we were saying just a few minutes ago about how it all comes back to greed? Money. And money. Money. And this is what it feels like to me. I know that it's like, oh, well, maybe it's because they're stopping cheating. No, it's not. It's not. They want you to buy their thing. They want you to buy a cheaper alternative. They want you to buy their thing and then deal with it. I've seen a lot of people posting about how they have like driving, like steering wheel oh, setups right, yeah. and those aren't going to work because yeah, their adapter true. that they use to plug it into their Xbox is, is, one of these is, is things, a, block, so. a blocked thing. And they're like, I'm not going to buy an entirely new setup that's going to cost me so much money just because you don't want me to use this tiny device that it makes it work on your console. And it's a very, I think it's bad for accessibility. I was going to say that, yeah. I think it's a huge step backwards. I know that they, everyone has their own accessible controller in terms of like Sony made their little circle one. I can't remember what it's called. Mm -hmm. And I, Xbox, I think, definitely do have an accessible controller yeah. as well. But if you are someone that needs an accessible controller and you can't afford that one, but you can get one from, so I assume places like, Able gamers and um, that special effects. Special effects. They make lots of custom. Well, they stuff, make don't lots they? of custom stuff, and I would assume that those stuff is authorized on both PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah. I would assume that Xbox have reached out or vice versa and said, "Yeah, your controllers will still work." Yeah. But these charities and these alternative accessible controllers, if they're not all going to work, that's going to limit the choice of people who need these controllers mm -hmm. exponentially. And if they can't use the Xbox ones, they can't afford it. It just means that they can't play games, which is just so rubbish. Yeah, I mean, especially given that, you know, there are lots of different people with lots of different specific needs out mm -hmm. there. And so although there are official uh, accessible controllers, certain people might have a very specific situation where that controller doesn't actually work for them or it doesn't help them or there might at least be a different kind of controller that would be even better for them. Yeah. And yeah, as you say, hopefully... I'm going to have a look to just see if um, special yeah, some of the, the, the charities, the, the major charities who supply these things have got a sort of a, a license or a, a in, are in some way permitted to continue to um, have controllers that work with um, yeah. the consoles. But we don't know. And it no. is a bit of concern. But yeah, even that putting that aside, you know, people are just 
they're not trying to cheat. They've just got a really cool um, driving setup or they want to play... Fighting stick. Or, yeah, Mm. use a fighting stick or something like that. Like, that's not someone cheating. That's just someone trying to play their own way and a a way that works for them. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, that is is really unfortunate. Yeah. Microsoft has always received, and Xbox, a lot of praise um, from charitable organizations. Whenever I see special effect doing something with console... It seems to always be on Xbox. Mm. And I've never applied much thought to it. I didn't actually know about PlayStation having their stuff locked down and having that that be locked down for ages Um, because I'm just not part of these uh, communities that would either need accessible controllers or I don't play driving games with a rig. I don't play fighting games. So I've I've always just quite happily used the the standard controller. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when I have observed, when I'm thinking about it, when I have seen special effect post about stuff, they're always working with... Microsoft, or they're always they've always got people with these special uh, setups, and they're playing on an Xbox or something yeah. like that. Mm. And so, surely something can be worked out mm. here if there isn't already an agreement in place. But yeah, this I can see how this would just be hugely disappointing. Beyond, if it was just, hey, your crappy Mad Cats controllers, sorry, we're not supporting those anymore. There are third party alternatives out there, but they work with us through an official program. Yeah, we're clamping down on, you know. Um, cheaters that will be one thing but as you guys have pointed out and as the article points out obviously this this is this this just sort of a this clampdown is happening because we're going to stop cheating and Mm. that's it is actually having a far wider reaching effect yeah and there is just the the general point of like expense as well some people have their third-party controllers because they're a lot cheaper and that's all they can afford and again they're not trying to cheat it's just a you know a slightly strange looking almost kind of uh you know they might they might have the same shape and all the same buttons but it just doesn't have the symbols on it or it doesn't have mm-hmm. the branding and it's maybe made out of worse plastic um and uh that's you know that's going to be difficult for certain people as well who can't afford necessarily to uh to to buy a controller if it breaks um yeah. i did see a quite a funny hard drive article though uh headline that said um Little brother distraught as Xbox stops supporting only controller he's allowed to use. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so I've looked it up, and from what I can gather, the only supported supported adaptive controller for disabled gamers is the Xbox One. Okay. Um, it's right. they've got a list of like so on the that uh quote that they said of like here's the list of all the accessories that you can use. Yes. It's only the um the their one that's on there but according to some uh like disabled advocate disabled gamer advocates they're apparently like in talks Mm. about how um it'll affect adaptive controllers and stuff but they've said like oh yeah it won't affect our adaptive controller but there's no talk about whether it will affect external use Yeah, because there will be other smaller charities yeah exactly i'd like to think that they will work something out where there will be some kind of license granted to specific places but there i mean i'm not a hardware engineer i don't know how this stuff works but surely there's got to be a better way to uh cut out the the poison than to just Mm. several several communities in one fell swoop and the idea that it is to stop cheating i'm not saying it's it's that that's com- a complete lie, but there are many other issues out there that also facilitate cheating. It's not just hardware, and you know it probably be it would be nicer to see them work on things like that uh, rather than yeah start taking people away people who are obviously people. moving at higher speeds. Yeah, games, yeah. like mm-hmm. something's going on there. Yeah, it is. It's as much as it's framed, you know, 
that it's for security and everything else. I just, I can't see that being true. Like it doesn't make sense how for years these like third party controllers haven't been an issue. Obviously there is a specific one that is an issue, but it's never been a problem. And now it suddenly is a problem and it's something that's going to limit and stop I think a whole bunch of people being able to play because the, the controllers aren't cheap they're still 60 70 quid for a controller yeah. so it's not like if you've been playing with a third party controller for a little while now oh yeah it's fine it's just another 60 70 quid we're in a cosy lives Microsoft we haven't all got 64 billion pounds we can splash on Activision like we can't always afford a new controller every few months because you won't let us use the ones that are cheaper so it's a shame it's a real shame and it does feel feel greedy and it's a shame that and I'm not just saying this for Xbox it's a real shame that Sony does this as well yeah. clearly they've done it under the radar and it, I don't remember ever seeing news about like this has just happened from them so I don't yeah. know if it's been like happened for a while and we just missed the news story or from the beginning or, from the beginning yeah. or what but it's it's a real shame that this is the way that it's going for console gamers and it's just I think it won't be long until maybe Nintendo do a similar thing where they'll yeah. stop third party controllers being used um, but at least if you've got a PC you can plug whatever you want into it you certainly can and uh, I mean this is absolutely a move that I could see PlayStation doing because they just I don't care. Yeah, they don't, they don't care. really care about the the bad press because they're quote unquote winning. So mm. yeah, you know what? Go flip yourselves. We're going to do yeah. this. But Xbox has been on such a just such a positive trend for the longest time in terms of their charm offensive and their PR and they're like, hey, we're all gamers here. Let's all hang out and play games. We love mm. games as much as you love games. And this feels like a big misstep. Yeah. And. It needs to be addressed. Either they make some concessions, because they're still good. I think it'll still, they'll do it. But they'll come up with some concessions. They'll clarify the partner program, perhaps, and how, mm -hmm. you know, open it up to, for people to apply a bit more easily. Um, but outwardly, this doesn't look great at the moment. And, and I imagine probably, but even perhaps by the time this episode goes out, Phil Spencer will have tweeted something and yeah. said, "We hear you. We're go we're gonna we're gonna work on this. We hope you understand that it is. We don't. It's not that we want to sell you more uh, Xbox controllers. That's not it at all. Though, please go to the design labs because <laughs> you can make some really cool stuff there. Yeah. Um, this this is legitimately about some bad actors, and we're gonna make good on the communities that that this sweeping policy change will affect. I'm intrigued by the reference to security there. I can understand it being like against cheaters, but I don't understand necessarily what the reference to security is. The right hackers there. plug in keyboards into their Xbox and, and they well, say, hack I'm in the in. mainframe. It does remind me though, of on the PS2 in the sort of early days of online play, apparently people who were playing, I think it was like Tony Hawk's Underground on multiplayer or one of the pro skater games. If you plugged a, a, a keyboard into your controller and went on the in-game messaging service uh, there wasn't a character limit on the hash symbol there was a character limit on letters but you could just send like a million hashes mm. and if you did that it would immediately hard crash their console <laughs> <laughs> and they would have to turn their controller uh, their great. console off yeah. it's like that good. text message you could send to people on iphones for a while that would make their phones crash yeah, yeah. that's yeah. really good love that stuff well i mean obviously this isn't great um hopefully we get an update soon and uh, these communities are still able to operate on mm -hmm. xbox as they were before uh but we will let you know if we hear anything but what do you think about all this? What do you think about what we've discussed today? Make sure you let us know in the comments below. And there are various other places on the internet as well where you can reach out directly and talk to us about it too. 
We are at youtube.com and twitch.tv forward slash team triple jump. All our videos are on YouTube and most of our streams are on Twitch. And if you've got Amazon Prime and you are paying for that bundle, part of that bundle uh, includes a uh, Twitch sub. And you get all the normal benefits of being a subscriber, but at no extra cost on top of what you're already paying for Amazon Prime. Yes. We have Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, on which we are at Team Triple Jump on all of them. And if you want to join our Patreon, like Ben said earlier, to get early access to Weirdest Games, Rules Boss is coming out. Well, it's out actually now. Next yeah. month's main menu, all kinds of things over there. And make sure you ask your questions when I go to patreon.com forward slash Team Triple Jump. Triple map, that's Triple J-U.MP, is our website. There you can find links to everything that we do. And why not leave a five-star review on your platform of choice? It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms and with really appreciate it we would. the podcast is free and if you want you could go do a review for free as well five stars though please <laughs> one star told me to leave a review no don't do that <laughs> don't even incept the thought into their naughty brains uh, just enough time to talk about this week's sponsor again oh yeah such um, a good, it was a really good one this thank week. you i actually worked really hard yeah i thought one. you did um i thought about it was delivery. really good when peter started offering you tips of how you could have made I it didn't, better mm-hmm. i didn't need them. i worked really hard as well. <laughs> i didn't need them i uh i've thought a long time about how to pronounce certain bits and how to read it so here we go yeah. this is a police appeal for the owner of a a big lizard garden they're not sure who it is or where he's gone yeah. maybe he changed his name or something you know i'll just read i'll just read the headline yeah yeah, yeah. uh police are searching for like a dragon garden <laughs> <laughs> the man who erased his name it doesn't make sense <laughs> Thank you so much for watching slash listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.